Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Friday, December 9th, 2022, and the Memphis Grizzlies are in action tonight against the Detroit Pistons at home. We had a great day on the board on in the Thunder game on Wednesday night, so we'll go over the bets that we made in that game, the bets we hit, the bets we did not hit. Then we'll get right into the game tonight against the Pistons, obviously. The Grizzlies played the Pistons less than a week ago in Detroit, so we have a lot of data to work off of and a lot of bets that I do like for the game tonight. But before that, as always, we use DraftKings for all these odds, so maybe a bit different if you use any of the other books out there. And I'm not financially responsible for any bets that are placed based on this podcast. So with all that out of the way, we'll go into Wednesday night. We saw the Grizzlies take down the Oklahoma City Thunder 123-102. to They covered the minus 7.5 point spread. But the game did go under the 233-point total for the night. The Grizzlies did as much as they could to get us the over, but unfortunately the Thunder only scored 102 points. It was tough because we bet the Shea Gildress-Alexander under, which did hit, but as a result, the over didn't hit because we needed every point from Shea to get to the over because just the Thunder don't have a lot going for them otherwise. So did well in our player props. We went 4-5 and five on the player props which is a great mark. Um, we hit our play of the game, which is Jaron Jackson Jr. over 0.5 assist. I kind of made that a personal challenge. To make that the play of the game, for him to get an assist, he did that. Waited till the second half. I was nervous at halftime when I saw he had zero, but he had a little bounce pass to Brandon Clark for a floater, which hit that one assist that we needed for the play of the game, which is now 16-9 and nine on the season, so the same exact, rec- same exact record as the Memphis Grizzlies up to this point. So we went Dylan Brooks under, which he did. I I expected him to obviously play good defense against uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, which is exactly what he did. He held SGA under that 29.5 point total that SGA had marked, but apparently it did not seem to affect his offensive game as Dylan Brooks hit the over. I think it was 19.5 points that he was on on the night, hit the over there. So that did not hit. Some of the other bets for the night, I had John Morant over one and a half threes. He hit that very easily. I believe he hit that in the first half as well. We had first quarter minus two and a half. That missed by half a point. A bunch of free throws at the end of the, or sorry, yeah, a bunch of free throws at the end of the first quarter ended up being the half point mark. So we saw the Grizzlies win the first quarter by two points. Didn't hit the two and a half, unfortunately. That's how it works. And I say it all the time, I don't know how Vegas always gets these so right, but they did again tonight. And the two and a half points did end up hurting us at the end. We did hit the Grizzlies race to 20 points, which was very nice. I believe it was actually a lot closer than um, than I expected. I think the Thunder were even on 18 points at one point. But I believe it was Roddy, don't quote me on that, hit us the over 20 points there to get to 20 points faster than the Oklahoma City Thunder. So those are the bets from the, the game on Wednesday. Really don't want to get too much more in depth on that since it is over and we want to get into the bets tonight. Injury report looks similar to Wednesday night for the Grizzlies. Steven Adams is listed as questionable, but I expect him to play in this game. It's like shoulder soreness or whatever it's been. It's been like that every other game. Um, He's been listed as that, and he's played a majority of those. So I expect to see Steven Adams tonight. For the Pistons, nothing much has really changed since the last time we saw these two teams played, obviously, only five days ago. Cade Cunningham will be out for the Pistons with the – I think it's a shin fracture or something that it looks like he'll be out for an extended period of time. So with all that news, the spread is currently sit at minus 10.5 in favor of the Grizzlies. Over-under is 228. So last time these guys played on Sunday night, the Grizzlies were a 6.5-point favorite. They did cover that spread. Memphis won the game 122-112. So if it was a 10.5-point spread, they wouldn't have covered. But they did cover that 6.5-point, and, and the over was 228.5 on the night. Now it's at 228. So... 
We're getting a half point towards the over because that game did go over as well. Um, this go around, we see an extra four points on the spread for the Grizzlies. Obviously, the Grizzlies being at the FedEx form has majority to do with that. And then, I mean, Zaire Williams playing, I guess, may maybe half a point indicator going that way. But I expect most of that to be just because the Grizzlies are at home. Since these two teams last played, Detroit is 2-0 and against the spread, 1-1 and overall. They had a nice win against the Miami Heat, which we saw the Grizzlies also play the Heat recently. Heat aren't the best team in the NBA, but they still are a solid team. Detroit beat them. And then Detroit covered the spread but lost to the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans the other night. They covered the 11-point spread that was, was given on the night, so something to look at there. Memphis is on a four-game win streak and a four-game cover streak. And are half a game back from the Pelicans, who are hurt. currently first in the West right now. So this is a great opportunity because the Suns and Pelicans do play tonight. One of those teams will drop a game. Memphis has a chance with the win to break into the top two in the West tonight. So big win for Memphis. Obviously, we've spoken about it pretty much every podcast. The fact that these teams are really you know, jostling for positions at the top of the West, though it is early. Every game does matter because I think down to the very final game, it will be very close at the top of the Western Conference. So this is a good good spot for the Grizzlies to, you know, gain some confidence, go to 17-9 and nine on the year, and, you know, get into the top two of the West. So it's a big spread. That's the main thing here I want to take away from take away from the, the line currently. It makes me hesitant just because, it only takes like one big run from Detroit towards the end of the game to just chip just enough into it to cover the spread, but you know get the backdoor cover, but still lose by ten to you know eight to ten points. And Grizzlies go out of there. We say it's a good game, and we move on. I'm going to go Grizzlies minus ten and a half as well as the over in this game. I just think Friday night on Beale Street, a chance to move up the standings. It would be criminal of me to go the other way, and that's where the Grizzly bias may come into play here. I just I just wouldn't take the you know, wouldn't take the Pistons and wouldn't take the under in this game. And that's really fully transparent. The only reason I'm taking these plays. But I do like the Grizzlies minus 10.5. I think with the players getting more and more healthy, being on Beale Street on Friday night, and the Pistons just not being that good in all honesty, I expect the Grizzlies to win this game by 15 to 20 points as long as they kind of keep their foot on the gas. And honestly, it's better for the Grizzlies to kind of slowly chip away at that total you know, win each quarter by five points for a you know twenty point total because the Grizzlies break away too early on. You know, we don't see John Morant, don't see Jaron Jackson Jr. at the end of the game, and maybe the Pistons back to recover. So hopefully that's not the case tonight. And on the over side of it, Detroit is currently fourth in the NBA on the over. I don't love the Grizzlies defense. I've said that from the beginning. Jaron Jackson Jr. is helping, but all around besides that, still don't think they're a great defense. And Detroit can score the basketball. They give up the fourth most most points in the NBA, which is obviously why they are fourth in the over on the on the season. And then the Grizzlies score the ninth most points in the league currently a game. So I like the over there. We saw it hit last time. I think it will hit again tonight. Going straight into my play of the game, I'm going to take it safe and take my trusted first quarter play for the night. Tonight it is actually going to be the Grizzlies minus four on the first quarter. I know that's a lot of first quarter points. I know they didn't cover the two and a half against the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think the Thunder are better than the Pistons. That's pretty clear, I think, to everyone who would watch basketball. And we saw the Grizzlies put up 40 points in Detroit against the Pistons last time out, and they won the first quarter by like 14 points. So I expect Memphis to come out firing. Should be up six at the one. And I like my play of the game to be Memphis minus four first quarter. Get it out of the way early. Enjoy the rest of the game from there. So looking at some player props now, we have John Morant over eight and a half assists. 
we've gone, you know, just like the first quarter, we've kind of rode this train and we'll continue to do until the wheels fall off. John Morant had a triple-double last game. He had two in a week, I believe it was, and now holds the Memphis Grizzly record for triple-doubles. You know, the the rebounds has probably been the most impressive thing when it comes to triple-doubles, but since that Charles Barkley comment, and we've mentioned that pretty much every time, he has continued to be a great playmaker. He's gotten over eight and a half assists in four of the last six games, 10 in the last game against the Pistons. I just love what he's doing as a playmaker. And as he adds more pieces around him, Jaron Jackson Jr., Sire Williams, Desmond Bain, eventually his assist numbers should continue to go up. And I like the fact that he's getting his teammates involved and then letting the game kind of come to him from that point. That's what all great players do. I think that's one of the biggest differences between a good point guard and a great point guard. He just kind of feels the game out and then gets to his points. And, you know, You'll look up at the end of the, the you know, at halftime or early in the third quarter, he'll only have like 12, 14 points, but then he'll finish the game with his 26 to 30 points like he normally does. That's just how great point guards operate. Gets his guys involved, and then he'll go and get his. I expect him to do the same tonight. Over eight and a half assists there for John Morant. Next, Bogdanovich over 18 and a half points. Anyone who listened on Sunday night knows I had this as my play of the game. I think it was 19 and a half for Bogdanovich on the night. He had five in the last game they played against the Pelicans. Game before that, um, I believe he had 20 points. I don't think he's been great scoring the basketball in the last couple since that Grizzly game, unfortunately. But I think tonight is a spot for him to kind of get back into the the right side of things. Also, Croatia did win a soccer game today, so that could be good for um, Bogdanovich. He's feeling good after his home country advanced to the next round of the World Cup. But he's averaging 18 a game against the Grizzlies so far this season, obviously with the one game played. Um, against the Heat, the game after the Grizzlies, he had 31. So he had 30, then he had 18 against the Grizzlies, then he had 31, 5. So I expect him to get closer to his average around 20 points a game tonight. He'll go over that 18.5 mark. Um, yeah, I just expect him to bounce back. I really thought about making this my play of the game, just as kind of a revenge play of the game, but we'll keep it as a normal play. Bogdanovich over 18.5 points. I do like a lot for the game tonight. Next, I have Jaden Ivey over three and a half assists. He had zero last game, three of the two games before that, including the game against the Grizzlies. But he is averaging four points a game. You're getting plus money on this play at plus 125. So if you're getting someone to, to get their averages at plus money, I think you always should take that. It's just kind of like a numbers game at that point. And I think Ivy, obviously him and John Morant, and you know, I think it's Ivy's mom has some kind of relationship with John Morant in terms of being their coach. Um, these two are friends, um, have you know a good relationship with each other. He's going to want to go at John Morant, want to outduel him, and I expect him to do that. Obviously, no Kate Cunningham as well. Balls more in Jaden Ivey's hands as a creator, and I expect Jaden Ivey to get at least four assists tonight, which he has hit in 13 of the 23 games he's played this year. He's been struggling the last couple. I like Jaden Ivey a lot. I think he's a great player. I think he's a great young player in this league, and I expect him to hit that. Our last player prop of the night is Jaron Jackson Jr. over 17.5 points. He's averaging 18.6 a game so far this season. He didn't get very involved on offense in the game against the Thunder, only finished with 12 points, but he did have 22 the last game against the Pistons, so I expect him to just have a good game tonight in Memphis in front of the home crowd. Not much more to it, not much analysis to go through that. I just expect Jaron to have more than 17.5 points tonight. I think he'll get around 20 tonight. And I expect him to have a big game. And then the last play of the night, last play for the game against the Pistons is Grizzlies' first basket, two-point shot. This matchup on Sunday was the first time we saw this play in action from my perspective. And since then, it's hit in the two games since we saw these teams play last. So, again, just to explain it, it's the Grizzlies hitting 
the first basket of the game, and then also that first basket being a two-pointer. We know with Steven Adams jumping, they're going to get the first shot, whether or not they knock it down, and they're not going to go for a three. They're going to attack the rim, whether John Morant gets a layup or, you know, throws a lob for Brandon Clark if Adams doesn't play or, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. if Adams does play or even just lay it off for Adams. So either way, I like that a lot. You're getting it at minus 140. I think that's good odds considering the history so far this season of the Grizzlies hitting this prop. I like that a lot. So those are the plays for the night, guys. I appreciate everyone for listening. As always, make sure to follow the Twitter at GrizzBearBets. Make sure to follow my personal Twitter at ChaseBob at 9. And then make sure to follow the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter at SBN Grizzlies. Thank you all for listening. And we'll be back for the next Memphis Grizzly game, which is on Monday night against the Atlanta Hawks. So I'll see you guys then and have a good weekend.